asked her about therapies that like, specifically that I wanted to bring up the, the recent 2022 trial where they uh, got the rats addicted to a, uh, it was like Rat Park, only the bad version of Rat Park. So they're all in not stimulating environment. So they, they got a control that was gave them sugar water and then they, the, the other rats got cocaine. And it didn't take very long before the changes occurred, correlate with uh, learning a behavior that produces a reward. So they waited until they got the, their prefrontal cortex, VTA, striatum, and uh, hippocampus dialed into a superhighway, basically. And they gave uh, mesenchymal stem cells either right into, I think they're intrathecal, so pretty much right into the, the, the brain, or they gave it via a new intranasal method. And both produced effects that are bordering on magic as far as uh, the addictive process is concerned. It immediately, they tagged the cells with uh, gold so that they can monitor uh, where the cells are going in the brain. And they see, they watch the cells go to the areas that were out of balance because of the, the specialization that had taken place. And they restored the opportunity for uh, the neurons that were there before to form options. They restored gray uh, matter in the prefrontal lobe. In other words, they brought back all the other options so that those rats could see other things, even deep in addiction. And then they monitored the rats' behaviors. And lo and behold, they started, you know, some rats would take the cocaine once in a while. Others would not take it at all. And it just became kind of a, like they, there was no, that behavior had been broken by a stem cell intervention. And uh, I Incredible. was- I was blown away because I've talked about that for years and to see actual data and it working so well on animal models and in an intranasal form, incredible. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like how Maya kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of uh, like reeled me in there a little bit and uh, reminded me that we're not doing many of the basic, basic things that we need to do on a societal level to stop these things from starting in the first place. And she's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about cutting edge science all day long, but realistically, having access to this type of stuff require either a lot of money, a lot of status. You know, it's not going to be, it'll, it'll be a long time before it'll ever be available. And, you know, you're also facing uh, different problems with uh, drug companies who are making money off having people in this kind of state of limbo too. Of so, course. Fixing things with stem cells doesn't seem to be very popular in North America. But what were you, what were your thoughts on uh, her take there? Well, I thought it was so interesting because I think if we're talking, if it's the same moment I'm thinking of, she, you, you kind of ended it by saying that you have to reel in that tendency to look for like the the magic the, pill, <laughs> the magic pill, right, yeah. or like the 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 button that switches things off, yeah. and. Um, and I think that that's born out of seeing so much of this, seeing so many people affected by it mm -hmm. and seeing how devastating it can be. And that you've, you've met, I can't even imagine how many different individuals you've met who have been affected by it. And if you think about the, the ripple effect of that, it's, it's huge. So of course we we want, we, we, we strive for long for, for something like that, that would be such a, just a quick, easy remedy. Mm -hmm. Um, but it does, she kind of did bring it back to, to the basics. It made me feel like so much of our discussion 
is maybe on the right track with looking at personality, with looking at environment, with looking at things that are happening in our society. And, and, you know, I said to you the next day after talking with Maya that what was cool about talking with her was that it felt very much like a continuation of all of these other conversations that we've had. Yeah. And yeah. the conversations we've had with other people and the conversations that just you and I have had on here and not, not to, I, I don't say that as like a validation or like a tooting my own horn, but it was just kind of remarkable that, that it does all fit together and that she was bringing it back to those fundamentals that we've talked about this whole I, time. I think it speaks to her ability to, to have conversations about this. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, you can only imagine how many people she's discussed this with. And I mean, I, I honestly felt that I think I have some ability or some awareness of uh, when I'm talking to somebody who's genuinely interested in, in the discussion. Mm-hmm. And Maya is somebody who's interested in the discussion in a big yeah. way. Yeah. So being able to have a conversation like that, that just seemed to flow, you know, she wasn't at no point did she seem rattled or uh, like we were uh, asking something ludicrous. She just, she was just very down to earth and very personable and, and made it just, I don't know. I felt, I felt a lot more comfortable than I, than I thought I was going to in the, in the beginning. I was like, I, you know, I, think I'm going to be okay, but you, you know, you never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, she, and, and I think that, that, that it is curiosity that is the gift to this whole dialogue about addiction, that if everyone had the curiosity that, that Maya does, or the, or that you have had for the last 10 years, we would be as a whole, like as a world, probably a lot further along in the actual science and in the actual treatment of and implementing that science, but Mm -hmm. it is being open and curious to the different perspectives and to what different individuals need at different times and, and how to get to a a successful endpoint. Yeah. But it it depends on that curiosity because if you're not, then it's a closed door. Yeah. You'll move on to something else or, you know, everybody's got a limited bandwidth that they're, they're dealing with and everybody's busy. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, this was our 20th episode. And so we've done all our, our full length episodes, plus all the side uh, episodes and pieces. And, and I, it's amazing to me that it's amazing just how much I've learned in this short period of time that we've only been doing this since November of last year. And we've talked to some very interesting people. Mm-hmm. We've seen perspectives that I hadn't considered before. You know, it's uh, it's a pretty amazing thing to be able to do, regardless of whether uh, whether our podcast ever turns into something that is large enough to have a, a significant impact on the way uh, this process or the machine operates. Uh, that would be the the ultimate goal, but. The fact that we've had such positive feedback and people who who follow it because they're finding what we're saying to be of value to their lives as they go through this process. I mean, that's it's immensely uh, satisfying to me. It, it is to me, too. And I it makes me think that I wish, you know, or maybe a, a goal would be that whether it's our podcast or whether it's Maya's book 
or whether it's Garth Mullins podcaster or, or just someone in their lives that they love or that matters to them, that, that, that desire to understand addiction would alleviate some stigma and change how their next interaction with a healthcare worker or not, who's going through a, going through the machine or going through treatment or trying to get back to work or trying to get housing, whatever that may look like, that there would be some impact there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the best you can hope for. Yeah. I mean, if I think, especially now when people's minds are just saturated with, you know, everybody's, it's like our, our culture is now a media frenzy of, of different uh, forms of, you know, attention seeking devices trying to get into your psyche. And so you've got to defend against that. And at the same time, leave enough space to be open to to new ideas that in its own is a energy consumption process. (laughs) And then uh, to make changes to the way you thought about big ideas, like uh, once they're fairly well, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, supported by stigma from the 80s, 90s, and forward. So to think about those things in new ways when they're in many institutions considered facts, that takes that takes a healthy mind, right? Yeah, exactly. I had lots of, uh, I smiled many times when I was thinking back in the episode and thinking about Maya Salovitz sitting at a Grateful Dead concert eating a, a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I, I can't knock it until I try it. My next concert I'm going to, I'm bringing some, uh, I'm bringing some chocolate as my alternative. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting kind of quirk in her story there being a grateful dead fan, but she, she hung out with Jerry Garcia and what an interesting woman. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. But yeah. So I think we'll wrap it up there. And if any listeners have any comments they'd like to make, feel free to uh, put your thoughts down below. If you're a new listener and you uh, you liked this reflection episode, do try to uh, hit the subscribe button there or give us a like. That uh, helps our channel a lot. And I believe the next thing we'd like to do is uh, move towards some more uh, positive options. We've mm-hmm. talked a lot about what doesn't work here, but over the years, I've compiled kind of a a mental list and I've got some formal lists of things that I think it could be implemented with uh, relative ease, actionable things that won't cost a million dollars, but ways that would improve our current system. There's, I I think there's real value in establishing through people that we talk to, through our experience on the show, through our uh, interactions in peer support groups, that kind of thing. How can we make this situation better? I think I'd like to, to move towards that at some point. Yeah, I think that's a great next step for sure. Okay. And uh, we got to find another guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now what, eh? <laughs> it was uh, it was also a great lesson in 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 you never know unless you ask. Absolutely. And that sounds so hokey, it sounds so simple, but like if you if you don't ask someone for something or if if they're open to something, you never know. And mm-hmm. and it's like a, such a elementary lesson, but sometimes it's the hardest to learn for adults because we hesitate, right? And the brain can tell us all the reasons why not to ask, but you went for it. So good job. Can't score if you don't shoot the puck, folks. 
Wayne Gretzky. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll leave it there and catch you next time, I guess. Yeah. Sounds great. Bye-bye, Thank everybody. You. Yeah. See you soon.